0: Hello. Hello, Hello, and welcome to Grace Online. We're really excited for you to be able to receive an encouraging word from scripture today. Because we know that God is already here, and he is ready to be with you. And let's get ready to hear today's message. Uh, First of all, it's a big, big privilege. I I would say it still feels like a miracle to be here, Uh, because, yeah, it was a long uh, process but I'm so blessed, I'm, like, I'm so blessed to be here, to see you face to face, like, to talk to you, to have a little like, bit uh, more personal connection, and I'm really grateful to God that I can be here, actually. And I, I really would like to share like so many thoughts and stories are in my uh, head, I, I, would, I would try to put them together, uh, to give you an, like short understanding of God, God's work in Ukraine, and He's doing incredible, incredible many stuff, and it's like it's been a while uh, for from the beginning of uh, my ministry officially, because they were like unofficially part volunteering in church for years, but uh, I see His grace actually in many ways, and I would like to share a little bit with you, and maybe it will like take something. Some part in your heart, and maybe you will even have like any connections to your like normal, usual life here. Uh, So I hope. Uh, But before I will talk about ministry, I think I need to talk about. um, Yeah, Uh, so I'm not doing this. (laughs) I'm really bad with technology. That's why Lee (laughs) is here. So I will uh, speak a little bit about my family and. my husband, Artem, uh, he's not here. I really would like him to be here, but men are not um, l- allowed. Like, yeah, it's not legal to cross the border. And uh, so he's at home with kids. And I'm praying that he will not be taken to army while I'm here because we have this like, draft. So any man can be like Given a paper anywhere, like in a shop, on a parking spot, wherever, and they have 24 hours to get ready and to go to army. So I hope it will not happen while I'm here and kids are there. Uh, the kind adult, but uh, still. So Mark is 13, and Sonia, with red hair is uh, she will be 18 in two days the day when I'm coming back from US. So actually 18 in Ukraine, it's the same that 21 here. So she's adult, (laughs) she will be adult. Not yet, not yet, we are close. Uh, And Lila, uh, she's 20 and uh, actually we adopted Lila um, three years ago and she came to our family through our ministry. And uh, our musical evangelical ministry fusion that we are, that I am responsible like in uh, Josiah Venture and like equipping churches, but I'm doing it in my church too as a leader of uh, this youth ministry. And she came, I don't know, like maybe five years ago to our ministry, and um, and she was really like hard to communicate with, and because she, her family has a lot of problems and uh, it was not a safe place for her, so it's, it ended that she had a good communication with my daughter, they started friendship, and she was in our house usually for Friday, Saturday, Sunday evening, because this was the hardest moment in her family, and um, like finding a safe place in our house. And then some health issues started, and then like other stuff in her life was really hard, and we ended understanding that he don't need us only as a friend who can like help partly, but she actually need a family who will take care about her and who will be like uh, forever, for a long time, not just like helping in a short term. And yeah, so now we have three kids <laughs> and three teenagers at home, uh, which is sometimes is a little bit challenging. Um, yeah, like short. Story. I asked my Mark on the third day I'm in U.S., Mark, uh, have you eaten something? And he's like, yeah, I eat tea and chocolate. I'm like, okay. So till the moment I will be back, what we will have. And then I said, like, can you cook something for you? He like, I have no time. And he's on vacation this week. I'm like, okay, you have no time. I, I get this. So I'll be back, I will see some interesting stories. Uh, and yeah, but go, thinking about teenagers, um, uh, when I uh, saw um, young kids, uh, I'm thinking about how many of them really uh, know what I knew. Uh, and if you will do like statistic, there are 32 and 5 million young people in in Eastern Europe, which is like main region where Josiah Venture is working, but less than 1% of them know Jesus personally. They can like have some connection to church, maybe traditional one, but they didn't know like Jesus personally. And that was part of my story when I came to church and I uh, realized that uh, I knew about God, but I didn't know God personally. And that's what changed my life. And when I'm thinking about youth, I have really in my heart to help them uh, to know Jesus personally so that it can change their life. And uh, that's, that's why I'm part of uh, Josiah Venture Ukraine. That's what, why I'm thinking how we can do it in Ukraine. And uh, Josiah Venture is actually uh, working in 16 countries of Central and Eastern Europe, which is mostly post-Soviet countries. And uh, we are doing uh, like different um, areas of ministry, so like music, sports, English, schools, and media. And I'm responsible for music, uh, which is fusion, actually. And uh, our vision is uh, we want to see a movement of God among the youth of Central and Eastern Europe that finds its home in local church and transforms society. And I want this in Ukraine. I want people to be changed, young people to find their home in local church so that they can transform that. And I see this through these years. I really see these young people and I will share a little bit personal more stories after. But to do it, we need to equip uh, young leaders to fulfill Christ's commission. And uh, to fulfill Christ's commission means to come to uh, Jesus and to uh, grow in him and to help others grow in in jesus too, not just to get it to yourself but teach other people how to uh, to go to walk with god and um actually uh i can explain a lot about fusion ministry it's a musical one but i would like to share like small videos so you can see and then i will explain like more so you can see a lot of music dancing all this stuff all around this fusion and it's actually a lot about that but uh, what actually can't maybe be seen from the video but it's really the heart of this ministry that you come to kids proposing them something that they are interested in but they, stay in fusion because they find a place where they are safe, where they can be themselves and where they can understand whom God created them and how they can uh, be connected with this God. And uh, and so cultural moment. Fusion is a musical ministry so we proposed learning playing on instruments like acoustic guitar, drums so actually everything that you have here maybe except uh, you know. Uh, and, uh, but we don't have, I, I got the information that you have this in schools, like choirs and all these like, lessons. So we don't have this in school in Ukraine. Usually Ukrainian school, it's only like lessons like biology, math, like Ukrainian lessons, English lessons. And so having a chance to uh, even touch the drums for kids. is like something, wow, it's something special. So that's why ministry built on like something that are interested for them, interesting for them, uh, but uh, under that is like more uh, the idea that volunteers would like to share uh, their lives during this process. And uh, actually, that, that's actually what we are doing. So uh, when kids come, First uh, weeks, they are kind of, they asking like, um, why are you so kind? Like, why are you proposing those lessons for us without like any charge? Like, you don't need to pay. Like, uh, what is what is like your idea? So maybe you got like some like tricky something. So like you need something from us. Like you need I don't know like, like our information or something. So and Protestant Church in Ukraine is kind um, not popular and. Uh, for people, uh, for many people, especially like uh, their parents who were raised in Soviet Union, Protestant churches are more like cult. Uh, so, so they are, they kind like feel a little bit what's happening here. And then in few weeks, like months, as they're like, okay, you don't need anything from us. We already get it. So like, why are you still so kind? Why are you still doing these lessons? Why are you still like, even if we mess up like 10 times, like playing this song, you are not shouting on us or something like, why are you so good? And usually the answer is like, we are not so good. Sometimes you really want to shout or. To say something working with teenagers, maybe something challenging but but we are saying that like that God did so so much stuff for us and changed our heart and still changing and giving this love to people, I think uh, and that what really changed the point so for them it's always like we didn't realize what's different with you, but there is something different with those volunteers who are working with us, and then Like, day by day, they get to the moment that God is really changing so much that uh, you you even, like, maybe not realize that it's God's love, but that's God's love. Uh, So that's what I like about fusion. And I'm doing fusion with my co-workers, Vlad and Lisa and Jenya, and I wanted to introduce them to you. Uh, Like I would like to do it personally again, but... uh, Vlad can cross the border, and Lisa has a nine months old child and they're so like for me, they're example of faithfulness because uh, they start being a missionary few weeks before the war started and it's not the easiest way to uh, start being a missionary because you got uh, into like not normal schedule. Like, I don't know, like, training, fundraising, like, thinking what will be your, like, main point in, like, uh, ministry, infusion ministry, like, Vladis, like, we, we work in this, we're doing this together, but uh, but they got to the, like, totally chaos and, uh, like, evacuating people, sending humanitarian aid, like, all this, uh, but they, they were really faithful. They are still doing their, like, Main job. They were learning. They were support raising. So they got a kid, uh, which is uh, like a, add new to their life too. And they're taking Jena uh, to all their uh, meetings. So Jena is part of our team actually, uh, the small one. Uh, yeah. So like really would like to you to know that they're working on this project too, and it's not only about me or them, it's about gods uh, doing this together with us. But yeah, but this is our team. And to to give you understanding how the fusion is located in Ukraine. So this is Ukraine. The red part is the part that is occupied right now. This like uh, red circles, the place where are the most battles. And these points, I don't know how to call this, so two are in uh, western part of Ukraine. This is two fusions that are in Lviv, uh, in my city, far away from frontline, but one you can see near frontline, this is fusion in Kharkiv. And uh, so we have three uh, fusions right now in Ukraine, and we are thinking still about more and praying about that, Uh, but uh, I would tell you a little bit about those. So, Kharkiv. Uh, this is Fusion Kharkiv. And uh, you need to understand, they are kind of 10 miles from the front line. They have shelling, shooting, all the stuff, I don't know. Uh, like, at least one for a few days, or even more. Sometimes it depends. Uh, in the middle of this photo is Pastor Serhi, and he is he and this second guy like near him are the only believers uh who are working with youth right now there in church because many people moved from that territory because it's dangerous but this photo was made in the beginning of september and all those other people there they're unbelievers like youth that came to this place to find safe not only safe physically but like the place where they can relax a little bit there they cannot think about uh, like war or like challenges and in the beginning of semester pastor Sergei told me like I'm so tired I think I will not do fusions this semester like it's it's challenging like so many stuff is going on like war is going on taking care about family all this stuff uh, but then these kids came on the first of like week of September because they knew there were like fusion ministry there before and they're like we're here and pastor is like I think I will do fusion <laughs> still. <laughs> Cause you, you can can't say no to teenagers that already like God gave you. But you saw video, like fusion is challenging ministry. It's a resource taking ministry. A lot of stuff is doing so you need someone who will teach drums, someone who will teach acoustic guitar, someone who will teach like keyboard, uh like someone who will do choir, uh and And usually we have in rehearsal like musical part, then devotion, where people from a team are sharing their stories, like personal stories with God, testimonies. Uh, Usually we try to make it uh, like as more as close to teenagers. So teenagers are sharing like uh, their stories that so that teenagers can connect it with that. But there is only two of them, so doing all this stuff is like really challenging. And then he got to the moment that this youth, like unbelievable youth, came and asked. So uh, can we help somehow? And he like, you can't can't do like any spiritual stuff. Like you can buy cookies or something, uh, or like do game uh, maybe. So he he, like let him do it because it's helpful and it's like putting people together. But then in uh, a few weeks they're like, are we leaders already? Because we are helping you. Like are we leaders of this ministry? And he like, okay, so if you want to be a leader, you can need some teaching and if you would like, I can do a teaching for you. And they like, yeah, we would like some teaching so we can be leaders, like teenagers wanna be uh, visible and have like this official status. Uh, and, and then he ended like, so like we, we will do teaching, but because um, I will like teach you what I know and I will teach you about the leaders that is example for me. So uh, this is Jesus and we will learn about him and you can like follow his example. And for me, it was like, I'm like, uh, I, I just like, wow, because uh, he's answering to a request then unbelievers used it and giving them the example of leader he is uh, following, proposing to do the same. It was a really interesting way to share gospel for me. <laughs> uh, and, but they say yes. So I don't know, like they are in the beginning of their process, so you can pray about their school of leaders for unbelievers about uh, Jesus' life. Uh, And yeah, but to give you a short understanding uh, that God's work is big through any hard time, I will show you a short video. So I'm like sharing with you this nice story, but you need to understand where it fits on. And this is like one of Uh, Is it video? Okay. Uh, So this is one of the mornings uh, in Kharkiv. So it looked like that after shelling. And um, this is like the road where teenagers used to go sometimes to get to fusion. And not all Kharkiv, not all city look like that. Like there are parts which not not look like like there there are hard moments uh, like that, there so a part of city that is destroyed, and there is part of city that is kind of okay, where people can live, but you never know like what will be the same, so it's not like this part of city is okay and this is destroyed, it's like just like that. So yeah, so this is challenge of uh, having ministry in this area, and this is challenge that they uh, have every day because you never know what will be like next moment because of so much Close to front line, it takes less than ten seconds for rockets to hit the city, so they kind of don't have enough time to like run away um, and let me go to western part of Ukraine, where two others fusions are, and uh, tell what God is doing there so this is a team of one fusions, and uh, what I really Uh, like about this photo what is inspiring me uh, that all people on this photo except me and lady in the middle uh, they came to Christ two three four years ago as unbelievers as those kids that you had just on previous photo they start their like working with Jesus and now they are leading fusion so this is the team who are actually leading, who doing all these workshop instruments, who doing devotion times and sharing their testimonies, who like decided this semester they will share about each apostle uh, in Bible and, uh, but they want to do it like understandable to the generation. So the photo of apostles are like from like, I don't know, like. The newest that can be understood, and they're doing some parallel with like people who are famous and ex- uh, expect it, uh, and saying about character, character, and all this stuff together. So like, I'm impressed how creative they are, but I'm more impressed that they really know what they're sharing about. They got through the moment they were without God God, as teenagers. They know how to live with God. They have challenges. They're not perfect. They're doing like different stuff uh, in their life, but they're learning how to handle it with God every day, and that's what they're sharing. So that's not about information. That's about really living day to day with God, and uh, saying about that to people who are around you. And usually we will have on our meetings like from 20 to 30 unbelievers. So, uh, and we working like with them for a long time. So usually kids come and they're staying for like years. And for some of them, it takes like three months to uh, get understanding and be safe. And for some of them, it takes like five years. You never know. And but, but that's inspiring me because I see this discipleship process in them. They got saved and they are right now like sharing what they have with others. Um, so that's the, 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 the most precious part of ministry for me. And uh, I would like to share a little bit more like personal stories of them. So you again like have the understanding how God is doing his work no matter what. Uh, Mila, uh, she is like uh, singing and um, she came to our fusion many years ago because her family moved uh, from uh, Eastern territory in the beginning of war in 2014. So that moment it was like first uh, shooting to that area, so her house was bombed. They ran away with family, uh, like three kids, parents, four bags, and in a car, and that's all. So they lost everything, like friends, house, like any connection, school, like uh, she was kind of small at that moment, but like she remembered everything, and it had a big influence on her. Like she had hard time... Um, like moving. She had a hard time like uh, trying to find herself in a new city. She had a hard time with self-harm. Uh, and uh, when she got to Fusion, I remember her like really, really close one. And it takes time for God to heal. And he, I think he's still in process of healing all this stuff. But when she made a decision to follow Jesus, I think... Right now, she is a person who will be the first in our meetings to say, like, guys, we need to pray about that. Like, do you remember, like, this verse? So she's really, like, not just, like, knowing again the right answers, but living by them. And she's leading our solo workshop right now, and she's discipling one girl. So uh, this is an example of me, for me, how God, through hard moments, led her to Christ. And now she's, uh, like, uh, sharing him with others. And Max on next photo is different story. He came from um, a family of believers from another city. He moved to Lviv just because he entered the university in Lviv. So, um, and he came to Amfusion as a person who kind of knew all right answers. So like, he was raised in church. He know what to do. He know how to, uh, like, how, what behavior you need to have and all this stuff, like what, what is doing during the church service, everything. But uh, maybe you know there is like this difference like knowing and living, especially in the first year of uh, university. And yeah, and, and he like he got to church. I remember our first conversation, he like, yeah, yeah, I wasn't worship band in my church. I'm like, okay, so he can help in fusion kind. Uh, but then, like through the year, you can see that fruit is not what you were expected. And it was l- was a little bit hard. Um, and we had many conversations, and he had conversation with his like um, mentor, like, and uh, but, I think God was building a lot of inside him again, like changing something, uh, healing something. And now he's uh, doing all technical stuff in our fusion and he's leading acoustic guitar and he's discipling one uh, guy and he's really, really faithful to Christ. And, and when I see him, this is again, like for me, his life is not easy right now because his father is on the front line. We can not have message from him. For example, I remember like A month ago, like three weeks, we didn't get any message from his father, so we don't know if he's still alive or not. Uh, And like being in ministry with youth for Max and sharing good news with teenagers and saying about joy in Christ and saying about like, I don't know, like how you, they actually asking like how you can live and still trust God if like he, he is not doing nothing with war in Ukraine. And there are like hard, hard questions. And um, so like, again, this is an example of faithfulness for me, because I see Max still like standing with God closely, no matter what. And this inspires, even if he's like 20. And, and now we got message from his father and everything is kind of okay, but that's like ongoing process because he's still in front line. And um, Anya, which is, like, in a corner with long hair. Um, I, like, again, like, I, I wanted you to see how God is doing through different, different families. And, and, and it's, for me, it's important to see. Sometimes we just, oh, that's just happened. But it's not just happened. God did it all together. And she's uh, from, she had uh, hard moments in family with her father, really hard communication, really... A lot of pain inside still in process of healing but when she came again she was really close like not communicating with people was really um, she was one of those like something wrong with you so you need something from me you like you are waiting for the moment and then you will change everything you will not be so nice and now she's uh, leading a girls ministry uh, with youth and she's one who will be who will remember all names of girls that we are, like, connected with. She will check if we are not missing connection with anyone. She will pray a lot about them. She's even thinking being a missionary maybe in, like, a few years. So I really, I really, like, that's a joy to see how God is working deeply in each life and changing it. And I shared with you, like, there's, like, three stories that, ended in ministry, and that's cool, but I want you to see that God is working even if it's not like, finished yet. So this is uh, Paulina. I know her for I don't really, really remember like six maybe years. Uh, for a long time, no matter. Uh, but um, she's, uh, she came to our fusion as a ki- like she officially said she's atheist, so she didn't want to have anything with God, but she liked music and this fellowship so she will stay for, for some uh, moment and uh, she's like hanging out with us, she's really creative. So fun time together. We got connected. She's a little bit older than other teenagers so I was more connected with her. and. Um, and there were, like, really hard moments in her life. So her father passed a few years ago, I think two years ago. And the first time I ever heard from her something about God was a week before her pa- father passed. He said he was, like, really, really in heart, emotional uh, moment. And she said, like, Nadia, can you ask your church pray for my father? And I was really, um, it was... It was sad because, like, it was really hard moment. He was in uh, hospital, and things were really bad. I was really like encouraged that she asked to pray about. I asked church to pray, and he passed like two days after. And it was terrible for me, cause like when you have long term conversations with girl, you want to like show Christ love. Then first time he asked about God something. And he kind of didn't answer to the prayer. It's hard to explain, like, that it's a bigger plan. You never know. Uh, I remember, like, our conversation. I was so, so frustrated. I was praying the whole conversation. Just, God, give me wisdom. I have no idea what I need to answer. And actually, I said, like, I don't know why it happened. Like, I, I have no idea. I, like there is no answer. And she, in the beginning of conversation, said, like, thank you not for saying it's all will be for good, or something like that. And I'm like, praise God, I was praying. Uh, um, and, but, so we got through this hard moment, and I'm like, I didn't know how to share, like gospel was her after that kind, but she was on our camps, she heard, we usually share a, a gospel during summer camp for sure, and we're doing it in fusion, like one for at least four months through our messages, uh, like devotion time, so he, she knows the information for sure uh, and um, but she didn 't like want it she 's protecting herself from all this. And, but we're still in communication. And I'm like, okay, if, if we're still like friends, if I still can share with her my life, so I just will do it. So each time when we are meeting, I'm just like talking about what I'm doing. And because I'm a missionary, I'm talking about what I'm doing in church, what I'm doing with kids, what, like, what I'm praying about, what was hard moment in my family. But then I realize what God is doing in my heart, so I'm just sharing my life. And, and she's listening. And I don't know what's happening in her had on that moment, but she's listening. And then two weeks ago, on like three weeks maybe, I don't know, like before I, I went here, time is a little bit hard for me right now. Uh, she, we are on fusion and we, I don't remember what was the conversation, so we kind of joking. And then she like, oh, come on, I even prayed a little bit. And I'm like, prayed? You said prayed? <laughs> like, like, What it was, and she's like, I was standing on a bus uh, stop, so uh, Lviv is mostly about bus communication, it's like, it's much less cars than here, so you need, for her to get uh, outside of the city where she's living, she need to take bus, so she, and it's like, it's rare, so it's one for 30 minutes maybe, so she need to wait for a long time. Uh, And she's like, I'm staying on this bus station, I'm like, okay, God, if you exist, can the bus came right come right now? And it comes. <laughs> and I'm like, so you prayed about the bus and it comes. And she's like, yeah. But it was kind of joke. Like like joking to God. I'm like, okay, but you're still joking to God. <laughs> so it's like, yes. And so for me. Knowing that she was like far, far away from even saying that God exists, and like making like small step uh, before her father passed away, and it was like hard step, so it kind of, for me look like it pushed her back. But God knows everything, and m- me from my like human perspective, I'm like, oh, it was bad, oh, it, was it was good, it was bad, it was good. But God knows the, the way, and I, I still like, and I will pray, and I will do all my best, so. We'll, that she will see God in me, in people who are around her, and I hope maybe I will not see it i don 't know like how many years it will take for her, but i 'm praying that God will be like made for her, and she will follow in Christ. so there are different stories in our ministry, and uh, and just when i 'm thinking about that i can 't um, can put away another part, so I feel like in my head I have like this two boxes. So ministry with teenagers, equipping them, having all the story, like living life with them, sharing uh, everyday thoughts, thinking about Christ, and then I have like a second part of. Uh, our life, like each of us right now in Ukraine have second part of our life. This is my brother and my uncle. My uh, uncle was in front line. He was wounded and he actually was saved by God. It's like I will not share this story right now because it's long, but God saved him like three moments during this process. Uh, And the wounded was so hard, so he's at home right now, but my brother is in front line. Uh, so, like, I can't do this ministry if no, if there will be not people who are protecting us there. So, I'm praying about him, and for sure, um, like, I have fears that something will happen. I know that I'm trusting God, but it's still like in my heart, and uh, and many other like this is my closest one, but many people from our church are there, and. Each of our teenagers have someone in the front line, like or it's father or it's brother or like some relatives or like close friends. Like, so this is part of like challenge, and we still see God's work in that, uh, but it's it hurts, and especially it hurts me when uh, I'm sitting with my teenagers. Um, during the, like, I don't know, like, Bible verses, uh, teaching something, we are, we are going through Bible study. And I got a call, and this is call from, you can see this, like, Lady Svetlana. And this is medics on Frontline. Um, so I got connected with her in the beginning of the war. I have no idea how uh, she got my phone number. It was totally house. We were helping as a church with humanitarian aid with, uh, like, uh, medics, all this. And, and people were changing, like, um, phone numbers, like, if they get, like, any idea how you can get help. So I got her phone number. She called me first that time. We sent her some medicine. Uh, and we get connection from that moment. And now I would say I can ho- call her friend, even if I never ever see her in person. Uh, but she's calling me. Sometimes she's calling just to share a few things, what's happening. She's non-believer. But I always ended our uh, conversations, and I'm praying about her, and I'm asking church to pray about her. And, um, and so I got this call, and she's saying, like, Nadia, I'm so sorry to bother you. And I'm like... I'm sitting here in a safe place with my teenagers, and you are there on front line. So it's kind of okay to bother me. Uh, and she like, but that's actually what she feel like. She's bothering me, uh, and she like, uh, I'm so sorry. I need to say it to you, but you sent a backpack uh, from church, like from from our like helping like uh, funds. Uh, few weeks ago and we are sending the, those backpacks. Uh, so it's actually medical stuff that help for when person is wounded and you give us first aid. So it's bandages, tourniquets, like occlusive something that you put if like it shoots it through the lungs, uh, blood in stop. Uh, so all this like medicine, which is like first time, uh, first aid helping person to survive till the hospital. And as we uh, got understanding through the word, it's expensive. Never know it before. I would like not to know it still. Uh, but yeah, so this one big pack can save from 8 to 12 lives and the cost is uh, $1,500. Uh, and that's what we're sending. So that's why she's so upset because it's uh, expensive. They got it a few weeks ago, they give it to medic. Medic was on a front line helping someone and he was shooting. and uh, actually the backpack partly protected him uh, but the backpack was burned. And she like calling to say that she's so sorry that I don't know like even how to explain it. She's so sorry that he didn't save the backpack Uh, uh, and she like uh, it, it protected the person. He's kind, okay. He's in a hospital. He will be in two weeks again, back like uh, like doing his stuff. Like, so, so Can you send one more? And I feel so terrible because I really like. I'm, I'm sorry for her that she need to ask me. I'm I'm, I'm like I'm frustrated that we need to uh, fundraise for it again. Um, actually and on that moment actually like doing my main ministry with teenagers here so i have these two boxes in my head like putting them together and understanding that that's our new reality and there is no way to somehow change it right now and they got supplies like official one they they still have but the uh, number of persons who are wounded are so fast that sometimes they're lacking so we kind with this we just like um, like put it to, there's a moment when it's lack of something, it, it's not that we are supplying everything, uh, but it helps like people to live. And I actually have a friend who was fine, fine did in a field after uh, he was wounded and uh, bandage and tourniquet uh, saved his life. So I know personally that it saves um, and yeah, and that's that's our kind new reality and we are living through it. And And I hope I will have a chance to meet Svetlana after the war will be ended and to speak face-to-face and to, like, I don't know, like, share with her all I thought through this war. And I really even want to know for her that people here are praying about her. And uh, we did few fundraising with our team um, uh, teenagers during the concert and so it was like part of all this money and when uh, we were sent in a backpack I said like so those teenagers were thinking about you like those people are praying about you and it's a big big encouragement for her she always like wow like you you said like some people somewhere are thinking about us and it gives the understanding that they are not alone in this battle and we are not alone in this battle so we stand together and yeah so when i'm thinking about all this uh happening in ukraine and uh i i actually think about this verse Mm, sorry for maybe some Uh, names praise be to the god and father of our lord jesus christ the father of compassion and the god of all comfort who comforts us in all our troubles so that we can comfort those in any troubles with the comfort we ourselves receive from God for just as we share abundantly in the suffering of Christ so also our comfort abundance through Christ I'm thinking about that and I'm thinking about so many hard moments when he uh, gave us comfort and I'm thinking about like um, having these hard calls that someone is wounded or dead, having like some health problem, um, listening to my teenagers, the challenges that they are dealing each day. But I'm thinking, like, that it's not only in Ukraine because we have war. We have a lot of challenges. I think each person here have their own challenge. Challenge was health. Challenge was I don't know, like. Communication with someone like conflicts, hard stuff, and at your job, like there are so many hard moments that we are going through. And usually, uh, I don't know what how it happens for you, but my question is why. Usually, when you get to really hard moment, your first question is like, why? Why it happened? Why it happened to me or to other person? When you when you hear like some terrible news, uh, I don't know, like about car accident or something, like you will. I think I will ask, like, why? So this person, like, don't do, like, I don't know, like, bad things or something. Or, like, when it happens for me to have problems with my health, I'm like, come on, why? Why? It's not now. It's not the best time. So kind of if there are best time for something with health. But, yeah. But, but, but then I, like, what God is teaching me right now, that best question is what he is doing For our soul during this moment. And that's what I'm thinking a lot. What God is doing for our soul during the moment that we are going through difficulties? And what God is doing for my soul during the moment when I think like everything is terrible? Uh, And I think it's a good question to learn uh, because He gives us this comfort so that we can give it to other people. So we need to go through these difficulties or challenges, learn our lesson, understand what God is doing in our hearts through this so that we can share with other people, so that we can help other people. And I really see this in, in our ministry right now. I see this when our kids have, like my kids, have some mental issues. And my first question was like, why? Like, but then it got to the moment that other kids in our ministry got those issues. And I'm like, okay, I know. <laughs> I kind of know what to do. I know how to help. I know what to pray about. And um, usually I don't want these challenges, but God is using it to do His job. And, and that's what I'm learning Uh, through all this process, not only about war, but through all... Because, like, there is life, uh, even if there is war. There is, like, everyday life. There are conflicts in, uh, like, uh, families. There are, like, some problems on your job. So, like, we're learning this, and I'm learning to ask this question, what God is doing to my soul during all this stuff? And um, I would like you to think about what you are going through and what God is doing for your soul right now, and who are those people around you who maybe need uh, you to share with them how God helped you, how God comforted you. And, um, and I think even for like, our ministry, uh, I'm thinking about sometimes we are helping and we are like, sharing and, and we are staying together, and it helps us to go through. And I really would like you to join. I know. I first of all, I'm really thankful that church is like standing with uh, our ministry during years. And for you personally, who are praying, who are sharing you know, newsletters, who are like knowing, it was so I don't know, like surprising for me because I came and I'm like I'm Nadia, and people are like yeah, we know. And I'm like, and because like, that's my first time in the U.S. <laughs> and, and I'm like, yeah, we know, we're praying. We're like, we uh, read newsletter. And I'm like, I kind of knew that in my head, but sh- like seeing this in a church here and understanding like feeling, not understanding, feeling that uh, you are like, uh, we are partners in this like for years and you are standing with us. That's, I can't explain how much encouraging it is. So, uh, and you can like, like pray for us still, and you can pray for my family, so our young will not be taken to army, and uh, wisdom to raise three teenagers. Uh, and you can pray for fusion in Kharkiv and all challenges that they have, like lacking of leaders going through the school of ministry that God will save those kids through that, Uh, about their safety just physical safety Um, you can pray for uh, these other fusions in Western part, Uh, we realize that kids are tired, like all all people are tired actually Uh, the ongoing stress like Feels really got you got a lot of tiredness, and um, so you can pray for strength and capacity, uh, and you can pray for this young couple Vlad, Lisa, and Trenya. Ever since that I was sharing with you, they are part of this process, uh, so uh, they really need prayers and encouragement uh, to be a young missionary. Uh, and doing a lot uh, and raising a kid. And you can pray for my brother who is on the front line and other people who are there from church and parents of our teenagers for their like physical protection and their emotional protection. I just messaged uh, him a few days ago, my brother, and I said that I'm praying for him. And and I was sharing, I don't remember actually the verse, but it was verse about like loving others. And he said, like, it's hard to love others here. There are different people. And right now, before I go to the stage, he messaged me photo. I don't know what is it, but it's like, I think it's a big explosion, so it's like really red something. And he kind of joking that it's... I don't know. Yeah, so it's like like nice lights kind. Uh, and I'm like, ah, great. Um, but like, I'm happy that he's joking. I'm a little bit f- afraid what's happening there. Um, and you can pray for medics. Uh, they <coughs> once they said, like, Nadia, would you like to visit us? We kind of have a hospital, like, far away, like, 20 miles from Frontline. Uh, like, and we can speak, and I'm like, I think I'm not ready. I'm not ready to see what I see. Uh, like I'm really emotional and empathetic, so I'm like afraid to see blood and all this stuff, um, and <laughs> that's why I learned everything about uh, blood stopping. Uh, this I- I'm buying them like, and there is video how to use it. There. I'm like, oh my, um, yeah, but but like they're seeing like terrible stuff and they're doing a great job. So pray for them to be safe and to save people, and pray for Svetlana to be saved, so that God will use our communication for her. And uh, you can like, join this movement and our mission and all these like, stories that I said to you uh, by advocacy. In Ukraine. I know there are different information in news, there are different information about, like, I don't know, politics stuff and everything, but you just hear stories. So you can share those stories. How people live there, what challenging have teenagers, what challenging have, like, I don't know, like, our relatives. So you can just share those stories on your, like, with your neighbors or, like, on your job, I don't know, like, who are interested. And just I think this helps again to understand what's happening and to pray about that. And actually, this is a little bit challenging, but uh, if you had in your mind or someone from your friend's had in your mind to come to Ukraine, it's possible. Uh, This year uh, we had two teams coming and helping during summer camp. If we are doing camp, we are doing it far, far away from front line, near the Poland, in Carpasscent mountains, which is kind of safe kind no i I can't say one hundred percent, but that's kind of safe, uh but you know like it can be unsafe, like when you cross the road too so uh yeah so so like. Uh, coming to uh, uh, Ukraine and just spending time with teenagers can be really inspiring. And you can see what God is doing actually uh, in their lives. Uh, so you can share this information. If you are interested, you can talk to Lee. Uh, and, um, and yeah, and uh, we got to the moment realizing that uh, living during the war is a little bit more expensive than before the war uh so uh we're still in process of uh getting 750 uh dollars per month and i have some health issues that i need to do some surgery uh that i need to do to forget about that and then to do ministry again i hope and it's 3700 uh so i need this like one time uh donation of help and um and thank you for staying with us in this long term battle. I really feel uh like uh, i don't know I feel that I'm not alone, so I feel that especially when when we got this like hard call like I don't know that like one of our fusion kids, her dad was killed in a, in a front line. when you got this, when you got like some other like hard moments, when, when you got even like health issues and you're in a ministry and you can't. Sometimes I feel like I want to stop this all, but then I realize like so many people are praying about us, so many people are standing with us. It's not like small team Ukraine uh, ministry. Its ministry was like big partnership, was big group of people, and, and it, it really helps and if you would like to um, there is uh, on a table uh, near the door uh, there is a magnet with uh, with, like Pray for Svitlana and you can like go to QR and see more like videos what's happening like what we are doing to help them and if you want to donate to actually this medical kit there are like my prayer cards and Vlad's prayer cards uh, and Lisa uh, and uh, if you want uh, to get uh, updates, you know, send sending them like one or two months, and we can be in personal communication. You always can always can ask me what 's happening, how like things are doing, how teenagers are like there' a difference in ten uh, hours, but I will answer uh, and yeah so I think that 's like again, like thank you for staying with us as, for supporting because it gives me understanding that uh, the church is standing together and I think that's the most pleasant time. Thank you. If you'd like more information about our church, please visit us online at gracehb.org